The sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every goal, every game, every point, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a game-winning goal in the final seconds of overtime or a shot on the goal in the first period. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only. Must be present in Virginia. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. College football. Full circle. Plenty of time. Steps up in the pocket. Fires to the end zone. Touchdown, John Mechie. Boots, the fullback. Robinson, the tail. Play fake. Throw to the end zone. Wide open. Lot two touchdown, Alabama. Robinson again. This time he's in for the second time today. Touchdown, Alabama. Brian Robinson. Robinson straight up the middle. Touchdown. All right, here we go. College football full circle. Mike Carver and Joe Lisi here with you. Sports Grid Radio, Sirius XM, Channel 204. Starting a new week, as always, with my man, the Encyclopedia of College Football. That is go for the two. Joe Lisi. Joe, what's going on, my man? Ain't nothing but a thing, Carver. Week number five. Unbelievable. For college football, unbelievable. Big, big week for Sets college football, stage. big week for you. Big Whoa, week for I, Yes, although I have one team that I'm really PO'd about. You oh, know who right. it is. Yeah. I, I, I want to put this team through a wall right now after their <laughs> performance on Saturday. Uh, I was hanging on by a thread in terms of one game. I keyed them in a, in a, a bunch of parlays, and sure enough, they didn't come through. Typical, typical. I'm not even going to mention wow. it. We'll hold it off until who screwed you this past weekend. But at the end of the day, we saw great games, didn't we? Upsets across the board. Pac-12, bye-bye. Uh, yeah, uh, definitely Pac-12, bye-bye. And we're going to save that one for who screwed you the most as well, Joe, because that's where you could already tell that's where I'm going. Uh, I-, I think we've got to start in one spot. And it's dominating performances again, Joe. Every you know, we, we think that maybe there's a couple of challengers in the SEC. Uh, you know, Arkansas, a couple of great wins. Mm-hmm. Ole Miss scoring tons of points. But once again, over the weekend, Joe, you know, Alabama and Georgia were there to basically swat everybody away and say, nah, nah, uh, we're still the two best. We're in a class by ourselves. Georgia with a 37 to nothing, just absolute uh, demolishing of the Razorbacks and Ole Miss, let's be fair, Joe. They they couldn't do anything. I mean, forty-two to twenty-one actually doesn't even do that game justice. No. Uh, c- considering what went on in that game, it, it's more like it should have been really forty-two nothing or you know like sixty-five twenty-one. Like the, I think the score doesn't indicate how much the Alabama dominated that game. I think I think Nick took the in-game total in the second half and was like, <laughs> all right, let's let let's let them score. You know where you know. I mean, I said it before in terms of in-game live last night. You know Nick, after giving up 600 or 500 total yards to that offense last year, 48 points, his defense got abused. You know that he was breaking down game film all all offseason, right? Like the one thing, like if they dominated anybody, it was going to be Lane Kiffin. The, you know, as, as arrogant as Lane is, he tweets it out. Yeah, Nick, hey, this... Well, where was that? Where was that smudge? That smirk, right? Get your popcorn. Yeah, yeah. we're eating it. I laid a fourteen and a half way, and I'm I'm watching. Keep going, buddy. <laughs> Great job. Your defense is a sieve. Yeah, and honestly, I was kind of surprised, Joe, because even last year, Ole Miss moved the ball and they scored points against Bama, and it seemed like Saban had the listen. And this is why he's Saban. He had a game plan on Saturday, and it was I'm going to run the rock. 
I'm going to keep his offense off the field. Right. I'm not. Even, I'm not going to let them do that stuff. And and then when Ole Miss did have the ball, Lane Kiffin decided, hey, I'm just going to go for every single fourth down all day long. And when I don't get them, I'm just going to keep handing the Alabama the ball back in great field position. Uh, so that combination of things led this game to pretty much be over by halftime. Yeah, the first drive was critical because they were aggressive. They got into field goal range. They didn't take the field goal. They went for it. Alabama shut them down. And we always talk about playing on the road. It is critical to score first on Alabama. And we did talk about, Carver, the breakdown. If fans listened and, and listeners tuned in on Friday, we did mention that the game plan for Alabama would be pounding the rock because we knew statistically Ole Miss was only giving up 132 yards on the ground. They didn't play a physical offensive line to that point. Louisville, Tulane are not Alabama in any capacity, right? So you think you, you – this was a defense that allowed 550 total yards last year. They're not going to make a complete transformation in one year, right? Even though uh, you went from 550 down to basically 300, you did it because of the level of competition that you played. You didn't yeah. do it because you played an SEC West schedule and all of a sudden you, you have better players and Juco guys and they stepped up. So that was what Alabama wanted to do. Now, they do come out with an injury with McClellan. we got to keep an eye out. I think he's out for a couple yeah. of weeks. He is, Joe, but but let's be fair. Like they, They're going to be fine. You, you oh, they have like they six – they have six they, stars they, behind them. Yeah, exactly. So they, it, have a, I'm not, they have an eighth I'm not grader. Crying. That, they they have not, an eighth I'm grader that came off. He, he, <laughs> forego, he forego his final season. He's being paid $2.5 million. They rolled him in on his, uh, on his trolley yeah. and his scooter. I'm not, I'm not crying anything for them, Joe. That's for sure. Uh, they're going to be no. just fine, especially when they go to take on uh, Texas A&M hey, this Jimbo. Saturday night. Yeah, Jimbo, Jimbo. how's he doing? Nice. Uh, listen, Fade Calzone keeps working, uh, Joe. A couple weeks in a row now, Fade Calzone has been a good strategy as they lost straight up to Mississippi State. All right, we're just getting going. College football full circle. Mike Carver, Joe Lisi here with you. Sports Grid Radio, Sirius XM, Channel 204. We'll come back, talk a little bit about Georgia's dominating win, and then Cincinnati goes into South Bend and gets the win, Joe. We're back on Sports Grid Radio after this. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. The sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every basket, every game, every point, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a three-pointer at the buzzer to tie the game or a player that goes two for two at the foul line. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only. Must be present in Virginia. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Listening to College Football Full Circle with Joe Lisi and Mike Carver. And we are back. College Football Full Circle. Mike Carver and Joe Lisi here with you on Sports Grid Radio, Sirius XM, Channel 204. All right, Joe. So, like we said, Bama dominates and Georgia also dominated. I mean, 37 nothing, Joe. And it was, hmm. look, now I loved the under in this game. Great I thought I was going Carver. I, hey, look, but but Joe, I, I thought I was gonna sweat it a little after twenty-one nothing in the first quarter. I mean, geez, when they blocked the punt for the touchdown, I'm thinking, here we go. I mean, they might get over it by themselves. 
And and by the time that first half was over, I really did believe, Joe, that Arkansas wasn't going to score that day. And I think we yeah. need to start and, – and look, I think we need to start talking about this Georgia defense on a bigger level because – yeah, they, they've beaten – look, yeah, I know they've beaten South Carolina and Vanderbilt, and they didn't really allow any points there. But Arkansas and Clemson combined three points in those two games. No, that's like, – th- This defense is legit. This defense is more than legit. Jeff. Yes. The, I think the problem when you're looking at this team right now is that you look at Clemson. When they faced Clemson, Clemson had no stitch of a running game. Now, part of that was due to the right. physicality of Georgia. When you look at the other game that they played, right, in terms of the other matchup, uh, Arkansas, they were so run-heavy, they had no stitch of a passing game. So there was no offensive balance. So when you look at that matchup last week, we said that K.J. Jefferson was going to have to make plays in the passing game. Problem is, when you fall behind, it's almost like playing Army. When Army trails, they're out of their game plan. They're out of their element. That's how you beat the triple option. You jump up early on them and force them to pass from behind because that's not their M.O. Their M.O. is what they played against Texas A&M. Establish the line of scrimmage, ball control drives, sustained drives, keeps the opposing offense on the sidelines. You grind out a three, you grind out a seven, and then your defense can take over. That didn't happen. Georgia scored the first play the first drive they ran it right down their throat and Kirby Smart said you know what our offensive line has a significant advantage over their defensive front we're going to keep running it and running it and running it until they stop us and they didn't they rushed for over 270 on that front seven that front seven was only given up around 120 yards per game heading into that matchup so Stetson Bennett was not asked to do a whole lot taking over for JT Daniels I think it changes though I'm just going to say this. I think Georgia gets a challenge this weekend on the Plains in Auburn. As much as I, I hate to say it, I think Auburn could be a live dog. Wow. How about that? Joe Lisi like an Auburn here maybe early in the week as they are going to host Georgia uh, 3.30 p.m. Eastern coming up on Saturday. I'm seeing Georgia right now early in the week at minus 14 and a half. Uh, in a couple of spots. Now, look, one thing we can say, and you're right, I'm throwing them a lot of bouquets, the defense. When they beat Clemson that first week, Joe, I don't think we really knew that Clemson was going to be as offensively challenged as we know they are now. Right. Exactly. Uh, we, we we did not know how bad Clemson was going to be uh, offensively in that first game. And, and I think that there is going to come a time where the Georgia offense is going to have to do something. And... I'm not sure if they're going to be up to the task. So from that standpoint, Joe, I am with you. But, man, their defense is very impressive. <clears throat> and uh, maybe it will be this week against Auburn. Maybe, I don't think it's the Kentucky game because that's going to be purely, uh, you know, strength on strength, Joe. You know that in two weeks. When Kentucky and Georgia play, that is going to be true bully ball uh, each side of the line of scrimmage. Maybe the Florida game is when... The Georgia game, the Georgia offense is going to have to try to win them a game, but they've got the, this is their season. These next three weeks, because their last four games, they're winning. They're beating oh, yeah. Missouri and Tennessee and Charleston Southern and Georgia Tech. These next three weeks will determine if Georgia faces Alabama, one versus two SEC title game undefeated. Yep, absolutely. And and I think that they they're facing a hot team in Bo Nix and Auburn. They pulled that game out on the road. Bo Nix, I mean the amazing highlight reels that he. He performed in that ball game. He's a confident quarterback. He's playing with house money. And I think the bigger question is he potentially has the best running back in, in college football and Tank Bigsby behind him. And that's something that he didn't have a couple of years ago when they lost the ball game twenty one to fourteen and certainly didn't <laughs> didn't have that type of situation last year where the offensive line broke down on him. So this is a different situation now heading into this ball game. It's the SEC's Deep South's oldest rivalry. Yes. And these games have been wild, you know, throughout the years. Remember Nick Marshall with the, the Hail Mary. I mean, Corey Allen, my good friend, you know, six overtime game with, with Terry Bowden at the helm in 96. These games have been crazy throughout the years. No doubt. And, uh, and Auburn, you mentioned it, great win. Down 19-10 going into the fourth quarter at LSU. 
end up getting a couple touchdowns in the fourth to win that game, 24 to 19. Really nice job by Auburn. And the other big game in the SEC, Joe, was of course the Kentucky win. Um, that which listen, me and you were both on. You were definitely more heavy on that Kentucky could win the game outright. I thought Kentucky would be in the game. I thought it would be a rock fight. Wasn't sure they would win it. You thought they would, and sure enough, twenty to thirteen, Kentucky ends up winning this game. Great performance by uh, the Wildcats. Yeah, Wondell Robinson stepped up the the blocked field goal. We talked about it in terms of uh, college football full circle on Friday. They were negative nine in turnover margin heading into that ball game, and to be four and zero to lose the turnover battle consistently in each and every game and still be undefeated was a testament to what Mark Stoops and that team have achieved. And so you say, okay, you're negative nine in turnover margin. you got to win the battle in one of these games. Um, why not a rivalry game? They haven't beat uh, Florida since, I think it was 1956 in Lexington. Yeah. Think about that, right? Well, I mean, and when they on. and when they beat him at the swamp a couple years ago, Joe. I mean, it was like fifty years since they beat him all together or something. Right. It was thirty-one I mean, it was, straight. Yeah. Heading into yeah. that. Yeah. So I mean, just uh, so now this is a couple times in the last few years that Kentucky has got and 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 honestly, I don't think that this guy gets enough credit. I don't think Mark Stoops gets enough credit, Joe, for the job he's done at Kentucky. What is, as we know, always been. A basketball first school. We know that yep. Kentucky is up there in college basketball with the likes of the Dukes and the Kansases and et cetera, et cetera. They're a basketball school. But what he's done since he's been there, I think since, what, 2013 now, almost 10 years in Lexington <clears throat> for Mark Stoops, he's made them maybe not the absolute upper tier of the SEC, which is very hard to do when you have Alabama and Georgia and Florida in there, et cetera. But he's gotten them to where they're in the upper half of oh, the yeah. SEC, and considering they were always a doormat, he's done an unbelievable job at Kentucky. Let's let's not forget, he had the number one ranked statistical secondary in the SEC last year. They only allowed 212 passing yards to opponents and offenses. Yeah, they they picked off uh, KJ Costello and Miss State six times in one game. They they took two to the house against Jared Garantano. And Tennessee last year. They defeated Tennessee in Neyland Stadium for the first time since 84. So you're talking about dominance. I mean, Mark Stoops is dialed in, and he's not getting five-star guys. He's getting two and three stars and coaching them up. They get Will Levis, Levis from Penn State, the transfer quarterback. He's an RPO guy. Before that, they had Terry Wilson, Chris Rodriguez, a blue-collar back. That offensive line is averaging 190 rushing yards per game. He coaches up the interior. That's what he's doing in Lexington, and they're grinding out wins. And you know what? When you have a win total, what was their win total? Seven? They were seven and a half, yeah. Seven Seven and and a half. half. They're on pace to blow right through that. And, you know, I did pick them as a dark horse to win the SEC East. I'm not backing down now, just like Penn State. And at the end of the day, it's a feel-good story for college football. No, it certainly is, and like we've mentioned before, they're going to have a test a couple weeks against Kentucky. They got LSU this week. They got to get through first. All right, college football full circle. Mike Carver, Joe Lisi, here with you, Sports Grid Radio, Sirius XM Channel 204. When we come back, we got to get to it, Joe. Cincinnati's win at South Bend. We keep going on college football full circle right after this. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every basket, every game, every point, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. 
Whether it's a three-pointer at the buzzer to tie the game or a player that goes two for two at the foul line. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only. Must be present in Virginia. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. You're listening to College Football Full Circle with Joe Lisi and Mike Carver. And we are back. College Football Full Circle. Mike Carver and Joe Lisi here with you. Sports Grid Radio, Sirius XM Channel 204. All right, Joe. Uh, I'll, I'll just put it right out there. Unbelievable job by Cincinnati on Saturday. Going into South Bend. Getting a win over the Fighting Irish of Notre Dame, 24-13. to They go to 4-0, and they now have an opportunity. If they can navigate themselves through, Joe, their American Conference schedule, I think they're going to have a seat at the table. Uh, they've got themselves a ticket now yeah. here after, after beating uh, Notre Dame in South Bend. Uh, if they can stay undefeated with the way other teams are losing and the way things have kind of gone this year, Cincinnati's going to have a shot uh, to do some big things, or at least, listen, get a chance to get whacked by Alabama or Georgia uh, in the college football playoff? I don't know. I'm still not sure. I put them in as a 7-1 to one shot this morning on TMA. I was asked, do you think they get in? I think they have a good shot, but I still think the outlier is BYU. I think the outlier is some of the other teams, obviously, the, in the Big Ten. What happens there? Um, what happens if what happens if Ohio State runs the table or loses? Yeah, I mean, well, here's so much- here's the thing with the Big Ten, and this is a discussion that we'll definitely have probably tomorrow, Joe, when we go through updated you know national title odds and playoff odds and all this stuff. Here's the deal: these Big Ten, somebody's going to sort themselves out in the Big Ten because. Penn State and Iowa are playing each other. Penn State right. and Ohio State are, are playing each other. I mean, there's a chance Ohio State, if they beat Penn State, is going to play Iowa in the title. Like, in the Big Ten, these teams are all going to play each other and eat each other at some point. So I don't see how there'd be more than one Big Ten team at the end of the day because they're going to beat each other over. Is one of them going to make it? Yeah, I do believe that somebody's going to come out of this Penn State, Iowa, Ohio State situation. There's no doubt about that. But I don't think there's going to be two of them. That's for sure. Okay. We have to see who wins it because obviously you have Michigan, Michigan State in the mix now. Right. Uh, oh, yeah. You know, and I'm leaving five. them out. They're both undefeated right. and I'm leaving them out. You're right. Right. I, I think the outlier is obviously the ACC is toast, right? They're finished. There's nobody. They're done. Now Pac-12 is toast, right? Finished. Big Big 12. We have well, Oklahoma. We have Oklahoma yeah. State. We have... You want to give it to Texas? I, I'm not. No, nah, I mean, Texas. listen, they, they'd have to beat both of those teams, Joe, to, to have a. To, they're going to have an kind of opportunity. They're going to. They're going to have an opportunity. They're going to have an opportunity. Okay. So let me ask you this: So we have Alabama and Georgia in the SEC championship. Alabama wins by ten points. Yeah. Okay. Alabama's in. We so have Georgia's going to be in too, Joe. They're both going to be in. They are both going to be in the title. They're both in the playoff. I don't know about that. If they both make that SEC title game undefeated, there is it does not matter. Unless one team wins by 50, they are both going to be in the playoff. No doubt in All my right. mind. Okay. We have to see what Cincinnati does, too. What if they look locked? Uh, you see, this is the way. thing for me, Joe. Like, I, I, this is no given here. Now, I, like I just said, they have to navigate their American schedule. If they lose one game, they are done. Now, look, Cincinnati at home. I mean, uh... I'm sorry, Temple at home, UCF at home, at Navy, at Tulane, Tulsa at home, at South Florida, home for SMU, at East Carolina. You know, the unfortunate thing is the toughest games that they play are all at home, which is the UCF and SMU games. You know, they have those in their place. Their road games are not very difficult. I mean, Navy stinks. South Florida stinks as much as we love Jeff Scott here on College Football Full Circle. Uh, you know, they don't exactly have any challenging road games here in the American slate. No, but, I mean, t- obviously SMU, Tanner, Mordecai could be formidable. Tulane pushed Oklahoma. Why can't they push Cincinnati? I know they got boat raced by, by Matt Corral, but still. 
I mean, Desmond Ritter, that, that offense is not elite, right? I mean, yeah, I know, but I, I, Tulane had that moment, Joe. But I mean, look what they've done since then. You, you know, they lost to UAB, they lost to East Carolina, they got destroyed by East Carolina. I just can't. Uh, I don't know. But you're you're right about one thing. If there's teams, UCF. Like, with now, Gus now Malzahn, Dylan Gabriel, that was a game last year. They won by well, five. They won by five. They didn't cover the six and a half. That came down to the one yard line. The kid almost fumbled. Look, he almost blew they, the game. They, were they could put them. They could make. They could put them fifth in the country right now. All they want. You're right about one thing. If Ohio State runs the table completely and beats Michigan, Penn State, Michigan State beats Iowa in Big Ten title game, they're going to get in. Okay, because it's just too many what if they top beat ten Iowa? games. What if what if Iowa's undefeated and well, they beat Iowa by three? Is Iowa just given that same gratitude the way no, Georgia would be given no, that not. gratitude? No, they're not. Why because not? they because they're not Georgia. They're not Georgia. You know this, Joe. I mean, yeah, the, this is this is the SEC is always going to get uh, a different type of you know playing field. It just it just is. If you know it's true, if those two teams are undefeated, that's the you need Georgia to lose a game or Alabama to lose a game. In the regular season, for one of them, for both of them, not to be in the playoffs. So at this the point. only outlier in a situation where Cincinnati doesn't get in is is, is the BYU. Well, look, uh, I think you have a couple scenarios. I think a Big Ten team is making it this year. There's too many good teams right now. Somebody's going to come out of it and win it. Here's the fourth slot right now that is going to be okay. up for grabs. Will Oklahoma or Oklahoma State come out of the Big Twelve undefeated? Or will Texas beat all of them and have one loss? And, and and that see that's your fourth slot up against an undefeated BYU, up against an undefeated Cincinnati. Those would be, I believe, your resumes right now for the fourth slot as we sit here in week six. Because I, I believe three slots are taken right now, Joe. I believe it's Alabama and Georgia. I think a Big Ten team, I don't know who yet because a lot's to be played out. There will be a Big Ten team, whoever wins it. And then that fourth slide is that combination of all those things. Okay. Well, I do feel a Big 12 team will be over them. I do. I, 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 think, I think an undefeated or even a one-loss Big 12 team would, would probably get in over an undefeated Cincinnati. With the way the Big 12's playing this year? I, I would good. say they're they're in open. And the funniest part is Cincinnati's going to join the Big Twelve, which is the funniest <laughs> part of it all. <laughs> it I, is, I think it is interesting. Now BYU. Now who? Now, this is an interesting question for you. If they both finish undefeated, who has? And, and I'm not even saying oh, for BYU a playoff spot or not. No, I, no, I was just going to ask. No hesitation. Does, does BYU, BYU or Cincinnati down. have a better resume if they both oh, finish come undefeated? On. It's not even close. I'm asking you. I'm not. I'm not telling you right. that Cincinnati I, does. I'm, I'm asking you your opinion. All right. It's it's BYU. They would have beat five Pac-12 teams. I, they would I, have I beat understand. Arizona, Utah, Arizona State. They still play Washington State, USC, and oh by the way, Brennan Armstrong in Virginia, which I'm very high on in terms of Bronco Mendenhall. Bronco, your boy Bronco. Like, look. Hey, got a big victory I, against Manny. I, I will say that if BYU wins all these games, they They're beat Boise, they beat State. Baylor. Oh, no, they beat Utah State. Well, no, they, listen, this is what BYU has left. They have Boise, Baylor, Washington State, Virginia, Idaho State, Georgia Southern, USC. Wait, wait, I, I, I will say. Who's this? If, Who's this? This is what BYU has left. God. Boise State. Baylor, which is a road game. They have to go to Waco. At Washington State, home for Virginia. Tomato can game against Idaho State. Tomato can game at Georgia Southern. And then they finish at USC. Let me tell you, if BYU and Cincinnati are both 12-0, and Joe, BYU has the better resume. Of course. They They just do. And And they have the heritage. They have the tradition. Robbie Bosco. Give me some Bosco, Robbie Bosco. Because down. look, all, it, it, this isn't about what you did before this year. And I know that Cincinnati got a prop up in the polls this year because of how they played last year, and I get that. But all they're going to come to the table with is this Notre Dame win. Indiana sucks this year, Joe. It's unfortunate for Cincinnati, but they do. This isn't the same Indiana team as last year. They, they're not. They're back to being Indiana. They suck. And then they beat Murray State and Miami of Ohio. And then they're going to beat this. Let's be honest, not so great American schedule that they have. 
BYU's got a better case. BYU's got a better case. What if Notre Dame goes south from here on out? They play Vatek, they play North Carolina. Oh, you're right. Notre Dame could lose a couple more games. And with the way then Brian what? Kelly is going to play quarterback carousel now the rest uh, of the way. it's very. And let me tell you, Joe, again, they've released the dopey depth chart today, which I know doesn't matter. Here's Once Notre Dame loses this game like they did on Saturday, that should be the end of Jack Cohn, Joe. And here's why. You got no shot at the national title now because you've lost the game. It is what it is. You're Notre Dame. You got to go undefeated to get in the playoff, blah, 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 blah. You know what this? the rest of this season should be about for Brian Kelly? Developing the giving, quarterback. Giving Buckner as many. Take your freshman quarterback who you believe big things in and just let him play every game. Who cares if you lose two or three games? Just let him play every game the rest of the season so that way he's got all that experience and next year as a sophomore, he's your starter. Game one, boom, Tyler Buckner, go. Yeah, That's I agree. It. Done. Offensive line was a huge concern oh, heading no into doubt. that matchup. The turnover—you can't—you can't commit and, three turnovers and, in the first. And that's what the crushed the game. Points. And now look, yeah. if if Pine if Pine played the whole game, is it a different game? Who knows? No, nah, I, I mean maybe. Know. You know, listen—they made mistakes. It, it is what they it is. They couldn't run the football. You know? They couldn't no, run the football. No, Cincinnati played great. I give Cincinnati all the credit, but. We just they're not it. elite, though. I'm there's, sorry. They're there's some elite. hurdles here for Cincinnati. They they're not just automatically the in if they go undefeated. No, I they're would not. put them in the top four because to give them a feel-good story. Like, you're, no, you're I'm not about feel-good stories. Because you're you want to know what happens four, with feel-good stories, Joe? When Cincinnati loses by 45 to Alabama, and, the, and we're falling asleep at halftime in a college football playoff. I'm tired of doing that every year, Joe. College football full circle. Carver Lisi, Sports Good Radio. We keep rolling after this. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every goal, every game, every point, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a game-winning goal in the final seconds of overtime or a shot on the goal in the first period. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only. Must be present in Virginia. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. You're listening to College Football Full Circle with Joe Lisi and Mike Carver. And we are back. College Football Full Circle. Carver and Lisi here with you. Sports Grid Radio, Sirius XM, Channel 204. All right, Joe, as we always do at the beginning of the week, it is time for Who Screwed You the I Most? Feel. I got a feel. I you I'm I'm sure you do. Despite a five and two weekend with the picks from Joe Lisi, who has been and, and let me tell you guys, Joe Lisi has been on fire. Now we we started slow here. There's no doubt. Yes. Joe Lisi got out of the gate uh, one and nine, I believe, after the first two weeks. He is on a seventeen and ten clip since, including five and two this past weekend. Joe, who screwed you the most? How about Oklahoma and Lincoln Riley, right? You lose to Kansas State two times in a, in a row. You go on the road in Manhattan. Okay, Skylar Thompson starts. Big deal. They can't throw. 
They, you don't cover Deuce Vaughn out of the backfield. The guy's 5'6", 175 pounds. Could we get a linebacker? Could we stick a helmet in his chest? Could we do something? This guy's running all over the place on our defense. That's number one, okay? The fact that they actually scored 31 points. But I'll let that slide, okay? As bad as they play defensively, I'll let that slide because Kennedy Brooks is stepping up. The offensive line is pounding the rock. We actually lay in 11 and a half and 12 and a half, kick a field goal with a minute left, minute 12 left to go up 13. We're covering, right? Okay, I got it tied into to parlays and everything. All right, this is great now. Spencer Rattler and the crew, after three disappointing no covers, we're going to screw everybody. We're going to cover. The, the offensive lineman punches somebody in the face, 15 yards. We kick off from our own 20 with a minute 12 left. The kid boots it to the one-yard line. Why the Kansas State player all of a sudden decides to pull it out? You're down by 13. You need to preserve time. It's like, no, we're not going to tackle you. 99 yards to the house, 37-31. Are you kidding me? Are you kidding me right now? The guys, the special teamers didn't want to. They were running right past the guy. It's like, oh, sorry, we had K-State money line. Horrible. Horrible. I could yeah, go across was... the board. How do you give up a 99-yard kickoff with a minute 12 left? How? <laughs> How? Joe's fired up. And every all these Oklahoma backers, oh, you, Rattler, 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 hasn't covered in four games, Rattler. And and Lincoln Riley, too. I know he's got that, he's got that look on his face like, golly, golly, we, we, we didn't cover Joe's... again. Joe's down on Lincoln. We didn't. We didn't cover it again. <laughs> Golly, we missed it again, guys. I. Uh, <laughs> um, I can't even say that that screwed me too because I had the under in that game and it wasn't going under anyway. Uh, after that fourth quarter, it hung in there for a while. Um, my my who screwed me the most actually wasn't any of my picks, Joe. I went four and three. Uh, the Irish. Nobody really screwed me. They just played bad. Uh, the Oklahoma game was going on wasn't going under anyway. I guess BC and Clemson. I guess I'm, I'm I deserve what I get, Joe, for trying to think that the Clemson offense is ever going to bust out and score some points. They did get the 19-13 win over BC, uh, but I'm Who actually going to slap. Who do you want to slap? Tell me. Well, I'm going to tell you right now. My mine is actually from an in-game bet that I Ugh. put in on Saturday, and that was during the Oregon Stanford game. And let me tell you something, Joe. The call that the official made on the final play of the game. Now, as you know, Stanford upset Oregon in Palo Alto 24-17 on Saturday. Game uh, was 17-10, or or what was the, uh, yeah, 17-10, final moments. Oregon with the lead, and Stanford with a fourth down inside a 10. Kid makes a throw to the end zone. And the ref throws the flag. Joe, I, it was an awful call. It, was, it would have been an awful call in the second quarter. It would have been an awful call in the third quarter. It's even more of an awful call when there's no time left on the clock and it gives the team one more chance to tie the game. And sure enough, Stanford gets an untimed down. They tie the game. They go into overtime. Stanford scores. Oregon cannot match them. And who screwed me the most, Joe? The dopey ref. In the Oregon-Stanford game, why he threw that flag, I have no idea. In fact, the Pac-12, you know, all the people in the Pac-12 probably should fire the ref because it took away their best chance of making the college football playoff, too. (laughs) They should have threw that. Like, like that's how you know the ref. We always joke around the refs are in on it for a conference or they're doing that. I mean, that was Oregon's one shot of getting in. The ref not only screwed me, Joe, he screwed the entire conference. Because they're not going to get anybody in the the playoff now because of that game. Now, they were going to lose a game anyway. You know, I said this for you two weeks. Oregon wasn't getting out of the Pac-12 alive. We knew (laughs) they were going to lose some crazy game, and they did on Saturday. Is Mario Cristobal doing all that, like, Navy SEAL type? Ah, ah. Oh, uh, forget him. And and let me tell you. Banging his chest. Here's the thing with them, too. No no running game. No running game. I mean, no passing game whatsoever. All Oregon does is run the football, and they're running the ball at five, six yards a clip. I get it, but their offense, Joe, is so one-dimensional. It, it, it's just they were never, they were never getting through all these Pac-12 games alive, and we see it every year, Joe. These teams all beat each other up. 
Oregon loses to Stanford. And what else happened Saturday night? We thought that UCLA UCLA goes and loses at home to Arizona State. And then you just... No, it just, we didn't. It, it, I, I thought... Arizona State. I hate Chip Kelly. Now you know Chip. I know Kelly. that. But is, what, Chip but, Ke- is Chip still wearing the visor? Remember? Oh, he broke I, out I the know. visor. But, he means business. Yeah, you're going to be on the links next year. You're not going to be in in California with a job. So that's why you you got the visor out. You're going to be on the on the miniature golf course. But every time one of these teams gets a little prosperity and they get ranked, they go and lose. So now Arizona State's ranked. You know what they'll do? They'll lose to Stanford on Friday. And it just goes around and around in a circle. You think that Oregon State is suddenly going to be good? All right, sure. They beat Washington. Nice win for the Beavers. They'll probably go out and lose to Washington State this week. You know, it's just... How bad... You How can't figure it out, Washington? Joe. You can't. No, you're right. How oh, bad is Washington? They, they, Jimmy Lake, terrible. You yeah. killed us with the preseason total of eight. But you but here's walked. but here's the thing, and you know this. Like they'll go out and beat UCLA in two weeks. You know Probably. they will at home because that's how zany. And this is why this conference never has anybody in the college. I think football it's the playoffs, sun. Joe. Maybe too much vitamin D they're getting over there. You but but this it? is. And how about how about your boy, the legend of Carl Durrell? Did you see My him? Boy, he's did you see boy. him push? Did you he, see him push the camera my... down when he was walking off the field on Saturday after getting stomped at home by USC? The, the somebody put the camera in Carl Durrell's face and he gave I the gave, little uh, shove down to the camera. I gave I gave that pick out. It wasn't a best bet, but all time USC was fourteen and zero against Colorado all time, and the number was high. It was I think it was what seven and a half, eight and a half by game time. They were only minus four hundred on the money line. I mean, you know, it's, it seems like four to one, but that's still that four to one number, Carver was definitely. I mean, I thought very, very light for a fourteen and all all time. They have no. They didn't have Listen. the offense to go with that. I mean, I mean, you on. can't. If, if you Slovis can't or Dart was on, it didn't matter who they Dart. threw out there. They don't have the speed to go with that. US. Conference is impossible. To figure out, and that's why. And now Arizona State's the new darling. They're four and one. They'll go and drop this game to Stanford this week at home. Thanks. You watch you because think so? that's because this is how ridiculous. Fine, if it's not, then they'll lose at Utah the week after that. Like Probably. it's just that, that'll be. It, it's it's just although they have they've abused Utah in recent years, abused them. Well, they Utah's have. another one. Geez, what what happened to them this year, Joe? I, I mean, we I never know. talk about Utah anymore either. I mean, they. Just, I know Whittingham. He's he's got that jaw. You ever seen yeah, Whittingham's jaw? He does. Remember Mike Tyson? What was the guy? <laughs> Not Glass Joe. The guy. The guy at the end. Peter McNeely. The guy at, no, I'm talking <laughs> oh. about in the video game. The oh. guy with the jaw looked Glass like a Joe. cinder block. No, oh. Glass Joe is the one that gets knocked out with one punch. You blow him oh, over. Oh, jeez. No. I don't know, Joe. The guy. The Take guy that. The guy that's got a head like a cinder block. That's Bronco Mendenhall. Uh, no, uh, Kyle Whittingham. <laughs> Kyle Whittingham has the face like a cinder uh, block. He's got the chin. Let me, let me get through a couple of these other ones before we get out of here, Joe. Uh, Michigan impressive, 38-17 yes. in Madtown over Wisconsin. Harbaugh's at 5-0 and now, and Michigan State also at 5-0 and with the win over Western Kentucky. I didn't see either of these teams being undefeated at this point, Joe, that's for sure. No, first row game. I mean, Harbaugh, if you watch that game against Wisconsin, two-fourth quarter roll of the dice. Inside his own territory. He wanted yeah. it. He was wearing uh, blue khakis this time. Not Right. Not, He's switching it beige. up. Right. Switching Maybe it up. the blue pants. I'll tell you what. They, when they, they win games when they can run the football. Rush for over 170. They held Wisconsin to under 50. Under 30% of third down conversions. Graham Mertz is absolutely horrible. We know that. Paul Christ can't coach his way out of a Ziploc bag. I mean, Paul Christ, like, really? Do we think he's a, a good head coach at this point in his career? No. He only, no. I mean, when he's playing Western Kentucky and Eastern Michigan, he's a great right. head coach. Let me ask you this. We got, so October 30th, Michigan yep. at Michigan State. Yep. Will they both be 7-0 and no. when we get to that game? No. Michigan is Michigan is at Nebraska, mm-hmm. and they're home for Northwestern. Right. Will they win both of those games? Will Michigan win at Nebraska and home for Northwestern? Who this Michigan? I think they Nebraska. do. I think they win both those games. Nebraska put up fifty-six on Northwestern. See, I yeah, actually think Nebraska. Believe it or not, you're going to think I'm nuts. 
Nebraska has the quarterback advantage in terms of Martinez's okay. athleticism over McNamara. If this game comes down to passing, I would actually give the edge to Martinez. But All right. Well, listen, there's a good chance Michigan can win both these games, correct? Yes. There's a good chance. And then Michigan yes, they State— They lost this 25-and-a-half-point 20, favorites last year at home. Michigan, Michigan State, State is mm-hmm. at Rutgers and at Indiana. Those are their two games going into the Michigan game. They own if if they lose any game, it's to Rutgers, and they're a yeah. five point number right now. Well, I don't know look, if they beat. I think that Jack there's a Tuttle chance. In, in I'm not Indiana. saying a hundred percent chance, but there's a decent chance that that October 30th game they could both be undefeated in the top ten in East Lansing. That'll be some game. Yeah, that'll be well, a lot I, of build up that week for that game. Yeah, and it all going. depends on who wins this Saturday between Penn State and, and, and Iowa, and, right? And, and as we were saying earlier, Joe, all these teams still have to play each other, and they're all ranked 11 and higher right now. Michigan, Michigan State, Ohio State, Penn State, they all still have to play each other between now and the end of the season. So there's That's a lot still tough. to be decided in the Big Ten, Joe. A lot. A lot. You're right. Absolutely. A ton and of, we got Penn State, Iowa this week. You got a yeah, huge game between Penn it. State and I'm Iowa. I'm all in. I'm all in. I'm all in. Ooh. I'm all in on the Nittany Lions. I'm not, oh, I'm not, I'm not James Franklin. There's, there's, there's no I'm Joe not throwing down the gauntlet on on a Monday. Well, He's putting it in there. I'm well, on the well, Lions this week. Here, here's the thing. I picked them at the start of the year, and people will go, well, what do you think about this game? They're playing Iowa. Okay, but I was undefeated. Yeah, I okay, great. But so is Penn State. Yeah, but this yeah. is a tough game. Yeah, if you pick Penn State at the start of the year to be the Big Ten champ, I obviously knew that they had to go into Iowa City. I thought that they would be undefeated. They are. So why would I change my, my cap on this ball game? And you're going to give me two and a half points? I have the better quarterback, in my opinion. I have the best player on the field, in my opinion, in Jahad Dotson. Give me the 116 fan duel. Give me the two and a half. Give me the three. Penn State outright. There you go. Look out. College football full circle. Carver and Lisi here. Sports Grid Radio, Sirius XM, Channel 204. We come back and wrap it up right after this on Sports Grid Radio. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every basket, every game, every point, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a three-pointer at the buzzer to tie the game or a player that goes two for two at the foul line. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only. Must be present in Virginia. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. You're listening to College Football Full Circle with Joe Lisi and Mike Carver. All right, and we're back. Carver and Lisi, Sports Grid Radio, Sirius XM, Channel 204. Now, I mentioned you just before, Joe, how Michigan-Michigan State play on October 30th, and if they both get there 7-0, would be a top-10 game. The right. Big Ten can actually have two of those games that day because Penn State plays Ohio State also on October 30th. Yep. So if they beat... Iowa this week, and then beat Illinois, 
and Ohio State takes care of Maryland and Indiana, the Big Ten has a chance to have a monstrous day on October 30 with two top 10 matchups featuring Michigan, Michigan State, Penn State, Ohio State. You talk about grabbing the landscape from the SEC. That would be a monster day for the Big Ten to do it, Joe. I know it. I know it. I used to have a high school football coach that used to say, I know it. I know it. I know it, Carver. Used to say, Coach, what about that? I know it. I know it. Okay. I know it. All right. We know it. Yep. Big 10, baby. Yeah. Monster. That's good for college football. I'll tell you what. It's good for college football. I guess the SEC, we need we need Auburn to step up. Wow, and make what a day that is, weekend. man. That's the same day as the cocktail party, too. That is shaping up to be a huge so what, college what football Al- Saturday. What does Alabama have on that day? Alabama on that day has... Oh, uh, do not Mistake. see them. That might be an off day for them. Mistake? I do not. Nope. Nope. No Alabama. No, on you know 30. why it's an off day? Because it's the week before LSU. Yep. Yeah, God forbid they ever played before that game. Uh, so, well, both yes. LSU and Alabama take a week off. It's like it's like almost like right. part of the religion. Well, but to, still, think about that, that day. Circle October 30th because you're going to have Penn State, Ohio State, Michigan, Michigan State, Florida, and Georgia, Ole Miss and Auburn, UNC, uh, North Carolina, Notre Dame, Iowa, Wisconsin. That is a Texas and Baylor. That is a huge college football Saturday. Joe. Love That's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, we're going uh, to wear costumes. Yes, and uh, tomorrow we'll start diving into this week. We have big games coming up, including Penn State, Iowa. Joe, great stuff as always, my man. I will talk to you tomorrow. Great job by Andrew Torres. College football full circle. Carver and Lisi, Sports Grid Radio, Sirius XM, Channel 204. We'll see you tomorrow. Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh. <laughs> That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every goal, every game, every point, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a game-winning goal in the final seconds of overtime or a shot on the goal in the first period. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only. Must be present in Virginia. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply.